It's been said that Christian music sucks. On The Antidote, we dispel that myth as we explore the artistry of Christian bands, listen to in-depth interviews and music from these faith-based groups. For unique and innovative music ranging from metalcore to indie folk, you'll hear it all on The Antidote with Dave Hawkins. Wednesdays at 9 on Trent Radio, 92.7 FM, Peterborough. Tuned in the antidote with Dave Hawkins. 
Our opening song, Letters to the Presidents, comes from Peterborough's own and tremendously successful band, Hawk Nelson. Now on CBC, Jan Gameshi, he invites his guests into Studio Q, but on Trent Radio, that's not nearly good enough. So on Trent Radio, we only use Studio A. And that's where we're sitting with tonight's guest, Daniel Barrow of Hawk Nelson. Daniel, thanks for coming in and being a part of the antidote. Yeah, Studio A-E-H. Ain't that right, Jim? <laughs> yes, um, you got that right. <laughs> How's it going, Dave? Good, man. Should it's... we just call you Billy Bob instead? Oh, that was an amazing interview. If no one's seen that, you have to. Billy Bob? No, this is just a made-up name. Oh, well, I was thinking about the Billy Bob Thornton interview with uh, Jim Gomeshi. Goes down in history as the most awkward interview ever. Oh, no way. YouTube that. It's With awesome. No so way. please, you can refer to me as Billy Bob or Daniel. Because <laughs> Jan, I mean, he's, he's like the ultimate interviewer. He actually is, and he kept us cool. And I was, I was totally, seriously, you guys got to YouTube this thing. <laughs> Maybe, I, if I wasn't like so proud of uh, Peterborough, I would try and one-up Billy Bob Thornton, but I'm not even going to try because you cannot top that. Well, see, I've just been doing the uh, yeehaw voice because I'm a millbilly. I come from Millbrook, and ah. that's why we always talk like that down there. Oh, down south, Millbrook. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the pond there. You yeah, know the, the Millbrook pond. pond? Yeah, maybe the ex-Millbrook pond. Well, let's, not, let's not go there. No, no, that's a, that's a <laughs> trying, trying situation there. Now, we've got to cover the most important question of all. We're going to do it right at the start here. Rumor mill has it that the Nelson in the band name comes from Nelson Western Boot Store here in Peterborough. And Hawk actually comes from my last name, Hawkins. <laughs> so now, is there any truth to that? There is some truth to those. Unfortunately, Dave, not in your favor. It's true. Uh, on the east side of Peterborough here, there's a place called Nelson's Boot Repair, kind of a Western theme. And that's, that's where we do get the Nelson from. I think it's subliminal how it happened. It wasn't necessarily planned out. Uh, unless they somehow, you know, sent it over the airwaves to us. And the Hawk part, as much as I'd love to say, you know, Dave Hawkins, Ronnie Hawkins, something of that nature, I have to say it probably is Tony Hawk. Oh, well, okay, we're, I'm not into skateboarding, so I guess that does knock me out. <laughs> yeah, he's a really close personal friend. He comes up to Peterborough all the time, so uh, just just made sense. <laughs> Okay, we're going to queue up our next track. So let's listen to California from Hawk Delson's debut studio release. Yeah, huh? 
Nelson made some waves in both film and television. So in 2004, the band was on American Dreams, where he did a cover of the Who's My Generation. Then in 05, Hawk Nelson performed on screen in the movie Yours, Mine, and Ours with Dennis Quaid and Rene Russo. But what was it like? How did you manage to pick up those two roles? Talk about being in the right place at the right time. <laughs> Honestly, Dave, that's a, that's a God thing, man. Uh, a lot of young bands work hard, and they don't get those kind of opportunities, so we don't take it lightly. Uh, those were good times. Talking about doing uh, My Generation by The Who, that was with, you know, everyone from here. You know, Jason, Matt Page, Dave Clark. And we're just, like, four kids from, you know, Peterborough and area in Hollywood. And they're dressing us up, and uh, we were The Who. And you can't top that, you know what I mean? Like, how do you... I mean, maybe if you were the Beatles. I don't know. <laughs> no, honestly, it's a God thing. We, we got to play some musical uh, showcases um, in Nashville, and there was some different people from, you know, L.A. and all that kind of stuff, and they are like, we'd like to use you guys. You could, you could probably pull off the who. And we're like, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, all right. So, you know, I remember driving to California and, like, stopping in Colorado and – me in the back of the van, like pulling out the bass and trying to learn the bass solo in the song because, you know, bass solos aren't that common anymore. And uh, I was just so nervous. But uh, looking back, it was definitely an amazing opportunity. Tell me, did you get your own dressing room, like your own makeup assistant, you know, whatever food you could dream of, they were going to bring it to you? Okay, honestly, pretty much. It was like that. They had like people in charge of our hair. I remember like the sideburns, right? Because we were so young, I probably couldn't even grow sideburns. Um, they brought out like this case and they opened it up, this wooden case. It looked like an old cigar case or something. And they had sideburns inside of it. And they oh, were like made- mutton chop ones? Yeah, Those they, they really were made good. from real hair. Oh. And they were from the 70s. And they're like, okay. And they literally glued them onto our faces. Like, and I was thinking, this is so surreal. This is incredible. And, uh, you know, similar with the yours, mine, and ours thing. The only difference there is that Rene Russo noticed John's like tattoos and was like, "Oh, what's does that say Tetelestai? And what does that mean?" And he goes, "Oh, it is finished. What Jesus said at the cross." And she was like, "Oh, cool. I'm a Christian. You guys want to come back to my um, like little trailer and we can like pray or you know do a little devotion or something?" And we're like, uh, "Okay, this is insane." So those things do happen there, and um, God works everywhere. Cool. Hey, do you want to introduce our uh, next two songs then? 
Well, I guess I could. Okay, this next one, a lot of people uh, will probably know as Hawk Nelson's most famous song, which isn't, you know, very famous at all. But it's uh, properly pronounced Bring Them Out, and we will call it Bring Them Out. Oh, the girl! Get on. 
Nelson hasn't held off from covering some pretty tough topics. Talk to us about the song Zero. How did that come about? Yeah, honestly, I mean, it was a time in our lives where, you know, a lot of our friends go through some really hard things. Some of our friends uh, lose other friends to suicide. Um, I can luckily say I didn't have to go through that, but that was the theme behind the song and uh, seemed to be something that a lot of other youth uh, were identifying with. So that's it. Um, we got to go work with this amazing producer named Chris in L.A. that did a great video for it. I think he really um, captivated the heart behind the song. And uh, a good friend, Trevor, from TFK, Trevor McMeeman, he was, uh, pretty much wrote the song with us. So it's awesome. Well, what about Trevor? I mean, he's – I asked him, I asked him once, once before. And I said, like, are you the mentor for everybody in Christian music? If he's not the mentor, he's the big brother. <laughs> he, if he's not the big brother, he's the writer. If he's not the writer, he's the friend. He is a class act. And, uh, you know, he's got great, great parents. And um, he's, he really, really represents Peterborough well, I find, you know, on the world stage. 
So this one's for you, Trev. Way. 
we started at zero Then how did things change? Seems like just yesterday We were the same We were the same We were the same Zero from our guest for tonight, Hawk Nelson. And now we're going to check out the band's homage to their hometown of Peterborough on Not The Same.
Hawk Nelson's got some stuff happening because we got to talk about the upcoming album Made, which releases next Tuesday. I had to remind you about that. What date was releasing? <laughs> it's true because uh, you know selfish of me i got to pick the cds up and open it up a few days ago and i was so proud of this little baby this child we birthed and uh i forget that not everybody has it yet and so uh gave you a copy yeah which was great and and yeah i'm seeing a theme here on your show what i realized what you're doing is that was all the old stuff that was the old stuff that was another voice in the last year jason left us went solo john has stepped up to the lead vocal position and uh and I think I think that's where you're going here, isn't it? You've clued right in. Ding. I thought I thought this was just you know my invisible agenda, but I guess it was pretty obvious. That's pretty amazing, man. <laughs> but talk about Jonathan. I mean, because he's got he's got some pretty talented background. I mean, he did some stuff on his own. He's done a couple of uh, solo albums or EPs, anyway. And oh, I know. Of course, I lo- he did he did Fox Run, which was a great great album. I've always loved John's stuff all the way back to when we were living in Barrie. Uh, I'd always drive to go see his shows, and I always knew he had something special. I just didn't know how that was going to come out. And he always played a really great support role with Jason as the front man. Uh, but I kind of think that kind of suppressed his you know, ability to lead, and now that's coming out. What's up with John? So you got John Maxwell. He's, he's an amazing leader, musician. <laughs> I mean, and now John Steingart. It's just it's amazing. Now, for everybody that's listening from, from around the planet – uh, John Maxwell is our worship leader at church because Daniel goes to church. He goes to the same church as me. That's true. I get to be on the worship team with John, and he is phenomenal. Let me tell you. But you're not on bass. I'm not on bass. I'm kind of. I'm, I'm timid. I'm, I'm timid. I'm timid about playing bass at church for some reason. I do it all the time, and I love it. But my instrument of choice at church is the cajon, <laughs> Cajun. I don't know. What do you? What would you want to play if you could get up there? I couldn't play anything. Oh. Oh, man, are you kidding? I can't play anything. I dare you. <laughs> like, spoons would be a massive challenge. I could see some spoons going on. We need some more, you know, southern bluegrass influence as well. Um, like, but ba- ba- oh. back, to the, back to the interview. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you are just messing with me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what up, world? <laughs> Okay, we're going to talk about the last song on Made, which we're going to play right now, because we're getting to highlight some of the songs from the album that's coming out next Tuesday. But the final track is called Fighting For It, and it includes lyrics that seem to describe some of the changes you as a band have encountered. But it contains the line, we're not kids anymore. Hmm. Are the band members, are you guys maturing? Are you getting old and slowing down? You know, there was a time in my life where I would say, hopefully not kind of a thing. But maybe this is a sign of maturity that I'm saying, hopefully, you know, hopefully we are growing and we are maturing into better people and better musicians. And uh, hopefully this record shows that. I think it does in the lyrics. Uh, This is definitely my favorite track on the whole record. So thank you for going there first. Okay. Um, It's just a sweet, it's a 7-8 song time signature with the courses in 6-8. Our producer, Seth Mosley, had never done a song in 7-8 before, and it's just kind of special and unique in that sense. And uh, all the lyrics at the very end are kind of written from God's perspective, I, I feel like, and it's just, it's awesome. <laughs> and I don't like to, I don't really, I'm not that guy that's like, Hawk Nelson's awesome, but I think this song is cool. Okay, and here it comes.
chance Took a breath and promised it Headed where we'd never been before
And here comes Made from our guest for tonight, Hawk Nelson. This is The Antidote, and we're here live in the studio with Daniel Barrow of Hawk Nelson. And Daniel, Hawk Nelson went through another major change just besides your personnel with Jonathan taking over. 
you uh, switched labels. You went, you've switched from your long-term label, Tooth and Nail, to the new label, Fair Trade Services, for this album. How and why did that change come about? Well, you know, Dave, the only constant in life is change. And if you ain't growing, you're dying. <laughs> I don't know if that means anything exactly, specifically. <laughs> it just sounds good. Uh, but truth and uh, be told, I remember signing our first record deal in the basement of Selwyn Outreach Center with the guys, and it was for five records. And we fulfilled those when we finished Crazy Love. And so then we were like going around, we're like, oh, we should put out our own music. And we're like, oh, that's kind of hard. Well, is it? We kind of know how to record. We kind of know, let's see if we had the fan support. So we started a Kickstarter campaign and fans did respond and we raised enough money to, um, you know, hire our own producer and make the record. So we did that. That's how Made came about really was the fan support. And then we were like, okay, well, we don't know how to do everything. We may know how to like write some songs and record some music, but we don't necessarily know how to fully market it. And I'm sure there's some big wigs and executives making big decisions somewhere somewhere in La La Land. I don't know. Anyways, that's when we found Fair Trade. We realized they have a lot of great other artists that we've toured with, like the Afters. Um, I don't know. Mercy me. I'm just trying to think of some of the people we toured with that had really good things to say about them. So we were like, well, let's, let's meet them and stuff. We met and we kind of hit off and it's a really unique uh, thing what they do. They're not really like a record label, but they distribute your record and they market it. But really, um, everyone wins. You know, in the old school deals, the label kind of stood to win and the, and the artist stood to kind of get their name out there. But this time around, it's a very, very healthy uh, relationship. And there's nothing to do with coffee. Uh, fair trade services. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, a, that's, I mean, that's a perk. Definitely. I expect some fair trade coffee out of it. <laughs> yeah. Because coffee, coffee is life, at least around here. Certainly around Trent Radio. Okay. We're going to queue up anyone but you. dream is it real life is it a joke cause there's not a thing turning out right every step i feel like i'm farther behind and in my rope out of a hope that was days ago that's what i thought but somehow i fought every urge to let go
Custom vocals from Daniel live in the studio. It's really hard stuff. But <laughs> you, I I don't know. It's cool though. You remember all the words, and you don't need cue cards. You don't need any prompts. You don't need anything. Don't look at the back of my hand. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's it. So yeah, you never want to tattoo those on though, because otherwise you run out of space. That's true. You get too many songs. You're in the business too long. That's true. Just just don't get tattoos at all, kids. They're permanent. They're for life. <laughs> Well, unless you do uh, Trevor McNewen again, because he did, he did the tattooed wedding ring. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. No, that was pretty cool. My wife said she would be offended if I did that. Prove it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. She's a lot bigger than I am, so let, let, I, I, I toe the line. I know where we're headed after. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they are. George Street. <laughs> yeah, George Street. Here we go. Tattoo parlor. You, you know, know it. <laughs> You got another song ah, you got right. set up. Do you nice. want to talk about Faithful? Yeah, I mean, uh, this is a song that was really personal to us as a band. You know, when Jason went solo, it was like, dude, that's great. That's awesome. So happy for you. But at the same time, a part of your heart sinks. And it's like, what about the three of us? <laughs> you know, like, what are we supposed to do? And, you know, there's a lot of uh, soul searching as a band and as individuals. What are we supposed to do, God? And we kind of were talking to some different lead singers about bringing them in, and we weren't sure what was going to go on. And uh, it was when Bart from Mercy Me pulled John aside and just on tour one day and said, I think you're the guy. You need to give it a shot. And we were all like, what, John? <laughs> like his mom had told him that, but <laughs> that was about it. Uh, but like looking back over the last year, it was about 51 weeks ago we played our last show with Jason. And it was with P.O.D. in Albany, Australia, of all places. Oh, my. It was this thing called uh, Strawberry Jam. It was awesome. <laughs> strawberry jam. I tried to eat all the strawberry jam I could. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> side note, uh, that was pretty random. Uh, but you look back in 51 weeks what God has done, and I think that maybe a lot of us can relate, where you look back over the course of your life and you think, oh, God, I wanted this, or, I, you know, how come you didn't give it to me, or... You know, we're always asking God for things, and we're not always necessarily getting them the way we think they should play out. But when you look back and you see where you are now, you kind of see how God has been faithful through it all and how he has better ideas than we have. And so this record is kind of proof of that for us, um, the whole new lineup and, and just the support and the fans. Um, this is it. This is We can see how he's been faithful. So this is a song and hope you can uh, relate. You never promised me that this would be easy I never knew that anything could be this hard I wanna trust that you know what you're doing But right now, I'm just falling apart It's hard to see it when I'm living in the moment But your love's still written on my heart I get lost when I feel the wind blowing I gotta cling to who you
gonna trust and cast my fears aside My life's a work that I know you'll finish I know I'm gonna be alright It's you I'll chase Even when I can't see your face No matter how many skies fall was faithful the ultimate fade remix. the ultimate fade wasn't that really bad i know but we are going to start to run out of time we still got a couple more things we want to do you have to know everybody in the music business everybody everybody ll cool j well we've been talking we've been talking here a little bit and it seems like you do know everybody well you've dropped some pretty hot names andrew schwab aaron sprinkle no J- this I, is- I dropped jimmy ryan haste the day rest in peace um Dude, it's just a small industry, but it's a good industry. Yeah. There's a lot of really good people, a lot of good thinkers, good minds. John Foreman. Yeah, I love his John stuff. Foreman. I'm telling you, man, very blessed to be able to do this and play shows with all these artists. And it's the purpose of the antidote is just to highlight some of those really talented musicians that share uh, Christian faith. That's awesome, man. There's a lot of them. But now you snagged some guest vocalists on the new album. It's true. I wanted like, every song on the new record to have a guest artist just because I think it shows like the unity and within the industry. Do you know what I mean? Like we're all friends when we go on tour and stuff, so why not? So we were able to get Bart on words from Mercy Me and we were able to get Mike Donahue from 10th Avenue North on a track, one of my favorite tracks on the record. I wish we had time for it. Um, and then also on this next one called Elevator, we have uh, Blanca from uh, Group One Crew and she is amazing. And she adds a unique element to this song, so listen in. Feeling tired of feeling nothing 
Feeling stuck in the mud and I'm over it So far down, looking around And I don't know how I'm getting out But hey, 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 I hear you tell me not to stay, stay, stay The door is open every day, day, day It takes me to another place, place, place Like an This has been The Antidote with Dave Hawkins and our special guest for tonight, Daniel Barrow of Hawk Nelson. Now, Daniel, you got to fill us in. Where do you get a copy of the new album, After Tuesday? After Tuesday? Well, I mean, the go-to these days digitally is iTunes. That's kind of like, you know, the standard, easy, download instantly. That's where you can go actually right now to pre-buy the record if you want. Uh, but I'm going to say, you know, support your local music store. I mean, get out there. I mean, I know it's out there. Good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and come to Hawk Nelson show, and we'll just throw them into the crowd. We'll just wow. throw them at you. He is going to throw them. Listeners uh, can check out a recording of tonight's episode at theantidoteradio.com. But should we just give away that album right now? 
if we have a caller to call into the station. And you know what? I've actually forgotten the number of the station. Oh my goodness! Oh, that's this because is, we're just throwing this in last minute. People. Yeah, this is this is it to bring an extra copy of the record in, and we just want to give it to someone before it even drops. I'm actually hunting it up right this minute. Hang on, what is it now? Of course, we're seven oh five. Seven four one. Four oh one one. Once again, that's seven oh five seven four one four oh one one. That's right, people. That's Ca- it. So you got to call in now. And you're going to be able to snag yourself a brand new copy of Made even before it releases. Woo! We're going to carry on. But now <laughs> listeners so, listeners can still find that recording of tonight's show. But next Wednesday at 9, The Antidote returns with a listen to the post-rock music of the Norfolk, Virginia-based band Over the Ocean. And you'll also be hearing a conversation that The Antidote had with lead vocalist and songwriter of Over the Ocean, Jesse Hill. Daniel, you've been awesome. You've put up with all my absolutely ridiculous questions, and you haven't walked out, so that's good. Amazing, amazingly prepared man right here, everybody. Mr. Dave Hawkins deserves an award. Love it. Uh Uh-oh, we're being buzzed. So now, what's the scoop? Are we going to uh, do this again sometime? I expect this to be an annual thing now. You're going to manage it? Okay, so we're going to go. We're going to set up the last song. We're going to let it rip, and we're going to find out who's on the line. They've made me feel like a prisoner They've made me feel set free They've made me feel like a criminal Made me feel like a king They've lifted my heart To places I've never been And they've dragged me down Back to where Start a fire in our hearts or put it out 